We have two readings today. This is the first by Rainer Maria Rilke, the poet. Praise the world to the angel, not the unutterable world. You cannot astonish him with your glorious feelings. In the universe, where he feels more sensitively, you're just a beginner. Therefore, show him the simple thing that is shaped in passing from father to son, that lives near our hands and eyes as our very own. Tell him about the things. He'll stand amazed, as you stood, beside the rope maker in Rome or the potter on the Nile. Show him how happy a thing can be, how blameless and ours, how even the lamentation of sorrow purely decides to take form, serves as a thing or dies in a thing and blissfully in the beyond escapes the violin. And these things that live slipping away understand that you praise them, transitory themselves, they trust us for rescue us, the most transient of all, they wish us to transmute them in our invisible heart, oh, infinitely into us, whoever we are. Earth, isn't this what you want, invisibly to arise in us? Is it not your dream to be someday invisible, Earth invisible? What if not transformation is your insistent commission? Earth, dear one, I will. Believe it needs not one more of your springtimes to win me over. One, just one, is already too much for my blood. From afar, I'm utterly determined to be yours. You were always right, and your sacred revelation is the intimate death. Behold, I'm alive. On what? Neither childhood nor future grows less. Surplus of existence is welling up in my heart. The second reading is from Meister Eckhart, who um, was a German 14th century philosopher and rather radical theologian. It's a one-liner. If the only prayer you ever say in your whole life is thank you, 
that would suffice. going to ask that the children come up and join me on the chancel for a story with this big treasure chest. If some children are feeling a little bit weakly today or maybe a little bit timid, maybe you'd want to bring your parent with you. Maybe not, but maybe you would. And then if some adults are feeling like they just want to be a kid today, uh, maybe they could come up here too. So come on up, you guys. Just come way on up here. That's way too far down. Just get right on up here. I'll just need one little path, and it's going to be right there. But you can come on. Come on. It's fine. Come on up. Come on up, everybody. Excellent. I'm glad you brought your book. Wonderful. Wonderful. Keep coming. Keep coming, everybody. Everybody's welcome. Yay. Oh, I am so glad to see you all. My name is Ruth, and I am the ministerial intern at First Universalist Church, at your church. And that means that I am a... (laughs) Why, thank you. That means that I am a student, and the place that I'm going to school is your church. I am a student who's learning how to be a minister, and my school is your church. And I am so glad to be here today. And I have a story for you. Are you ready? Yeah? Okay, good. Here we go. One time, a long, long time ago, there were some people who lived at the base of a great mountain range. It was as high as... And they said thank you all the time. I mean, all the time. Like when they were working out in the fields, they would say thank you to the dirt. When they were scattering the seeds on the dirt, they would say thank you to the seeds. When they were working together, they would say thank you for pitching in. Or when they were playing together, they would say, thank you for having some fun, even when they were going to have a fight. And they had fights, because they were only human. They were people. They would say, thank you, before the fight even began. (laughs) Amazing! So, even though their village was kind of simple and plain looking on the outside, on the inside, it was like treasure chest sitting at the base of the mountain. Do you see this treasure chest, everybody? It was just like this. And inside that treasure chest, at the heart of all those thank yous, the people said, there was a beautiful river that ran all the way through the middle of the village. 
Yes, I mean, really far. It was so big, and it was so wide, and it was so long that nobody could know the entirety of the whole river. I mean, it was an amazing, an amazing river. And everybody thanked the river for its abundance, for its incredible, incredible mystery. And so the people each morning would go to this river and they would thank the river because they knew the river was the source of all their thank yous. They would say, thank you for giving us water to drink. Thank you for giving us movement so we can travel around. And thank you. Thank you for your mystery. You remind us that life is a big old mystery. And it's supposed to be deep. And it's supposed to be wide. And it's supposed to be they would say. And so when they would come to the river, they would sing that song that we sang at the beginning of the service. Do you remember it? Good. Now I'm going to teach you some actions that the people did. They prayed with their whole bodies. Are you ready? So first they would stand at the river and they would bow like this. And then they would sing. Are you ready? Alleluia. with me and here we go Alleluia started rushing a little bit faster and then it would start to kind of jiggle a little bit and it would kind of brush up against the, the uh, stones on the side and just kind of sprinkle everybody with a little bit of joy. It was a wonderful thing to see. So one day at the very top of the mountain there were three travelers and they had gotten up rather early that day because they had a long journey ahead of them and they wanted to get a good start. So they were Walking along, all of a sudden, they heard some drumming. And one of them said, hey, did you hear that? Yeah, I, I think I hear some drumming. Just listen. And then they heard a phrase of music. Alleluia. And they heard another phrase. Alleluia. 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 We are the Thanksgiving people. The Trevor said, Did you hear that? Yes, yes, I did. I think there's some people down there. I think there's some, some kind of village down there. Yeah, me too. So they looked at the maps. Hey, there's no village on the map. They looked again. Nope. Well, all three of them decided, hey, we got to get down there and investigate. This is way too interesting. 
Because when they, they wanted to see what was down there, but they also thought, hmm, this is interesting. This song that we're hearing, it's, it's kind of making our heart flutter a little bit. I mean, it, it kind of makes our hair stand on end a little bit. It kind of makes us happy. And we don't know why. So they decided to go down the mountain. And all three of them were so interested in finding out why they were happy because they each carried two backpacks. One backpack was one that everybody could see. It had, you know, a tent, a sleeping bag, some food, a little bit of water. The other backpack was absolutely invisible. But each one of them carried it. Each one carried an invisible backpack. And nobody could see it, not even the person who was carrying it. The first traveler, her backpack was full of anger and a little bit of hope. The second traveler, his backpack was full of loneliness and a little bit of hope. And the third traveler carried a backpack full of self-doubt and a little bit of hope. So all three of them took their backpacks, the one that everybody could see and the one that nobody could see, and they marched their way down the mountain to find out who these people were. Well, a villager saw them coming down the mountain, and this is what he did. Travelers came in and every, all the people started singing, thank you, thank you, thank you. Isn't that amazing? Why would those people say thank you? Why do you think people would say thank you to some, they're for coming. What else? Anything else? For coming, for maybe for finding us, for maybe being such a great surprise. Yeah, so the villagers, oh, they were so happy. Come on, come on, come on into our house. They took the travelers, they put them in the house, and they made them a big meal, and then they gave them a big old glass of water from the river, and the travelers had never tasted water quite so sweet. They were like, wow, this really tastes good, and they gulped it down, and they asked for more, and so the people gave them more water, and what did the travelers say? More, and then the travelers said, thank you. Hmm. Well, there was just thank yous, thank yous everywhere, and the travelers were feeling pretty darn good now. They said, hey, let's stick around here. We want to find out about this people. We want to know why they say thank you all the time. And so the travelers went out in the field, and they worked a little bit, and then they went in the kitchens, and they cooked a little bit, and then they sat by the river. to see if they could figure out, why does everybody say thank you around here? And they could not figure it out, not for the life of them. They could not figure out why this place was so full of thank yous and why everybody was so grateful. I mean, it was just an ordinary village. It wasn't anything special. And so they decided to just ask the the people flat out. We would like to know why you people
people say thank you all the time. The people looked at each other and said, are they stupid? <laughs> and the travelers, when nobody said a word to them, looked at each other and thought, are they stupid? <laughs> so finally, the, uh, the traveler who had a backpack full of loneliness, he just stood right out and said, look, why do you say thank you to dirt? I mean, come on. It is just dirt. You're the one who's doing all the work. You're the one who's plowing the fields. You're the one who's planting the seeds. You're the one who has to bring in the harvest. Why do you say thank you to dirt? And the people thought for a moment, and they said, well, we say thank you to dirt because the dirt gives its very life to us. It gives its riches of minerals and loam. And the seeds, what the, the seeds give us their sense of adventure and their drive to grow. I mean, nobody does anything by themselves around here. We all belong to each other. Hmm. That didn't quite make sense to the travelers, so the second traveler got up there, the angry one, and said, hey, why do you say thank you before you have a fight? I mean, come on, that is ridiculous. Nobody says thank you before you have a fight. The people looked at each other and said, we say thank you before we fight because it means somebody is angry and anger is a gift. It's a present that we give to ourselves and to one another. And whenever you give a present, you have to say thank you. Look, anger tells us that something is broken and it has to get fixed. You can't do that alone. <laughs> Nobody can do that alone. We belong to each other. And then, finally, that traveler full with the backpack full of self-doubt, he remembered that when he took a drink of that river water, that his heart fluttered a bit, that his hair kind of stood on end, and he said, is there something in that water? Is there some kind of magic pill in that water? And the people, they just couldn't handle it anymore. They just, <laughs> that is hilarious. They just started laughing their heads off. Oh my God, there is no such thing as magic. Nobody believes in magic. We belong to each other. That's all. Well, that traveler, the one with the backpack full of self-doubt, he felt terrible. He just felt terrible. He was so embarrassed that he had asked a question and that people had laughed at him, that he turned around and he started walking away. And before he knew it, a tear popped out of his eye, which really made him embarrassed and it really made him angry. And so he said, come on guys, let's get out of here. I can't stand this place. I don't understand these people and I wanna leave right now. And the people, the people realized, oh, we've really hurt the traveler's feelings. And they said, stop. Stop, don't go yet. We haven't said thank you. <laughs> Why do you think the people would want to say thank you now? Do you have any idea? What do you think, Amanda? 
Thank you for coming. Do you have any other ideas? Why do you think they would want to say thank you now? Well, I think it's for coming and for something else, too. Those people understood that something was really broken and that words were not going to fix it. And so one person got up from the crowd. Does someone want to be this person with me? Does anybody want to try? Come on over here. Come on over here. Okay. So I, do you want to be the traveler or do you want to be the person? You're the traveler, and you're full of self-doubt. And this is what. <laughs> you are a great actress. This is what the person from the people of the village did. And that's exactly what happened. Yes, indeed. They shook hands. That person who was full of self-doubt, that traveler, he didn't know why he felt it, but he felt a sense of thank you. And he had to just take that other person's hand and hold on. And that young villager said, thank you. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your doubting. It makes us see this place with new and bigger and better eyes. Thank you. Thank you. We belong to one another. And all of a sudden, everybody in the village was saying thank you to the travelers. Thank you. Thank you for being, bringing your whole selves. Thank you for being lonely. Thank you for being angry. Thank you for your surplus of experience and existence that is coming up in you, and then it comes up in us, and we belong to one another now. And so everybody rushed to the river, all the villagers and all the travelers, and that river, oh my gosh, that river, it could feel, it could feel that the people were coming, and it wanted to move, and it asked people to please move just a little bit. Yes, yes, just a little bit, so that that river could go over, woo, all the people, with such joy and such happiness, and everybody started to sing, Alleluia. Next day, the travelers said, we got to leave, just like you are about to leave, because they had a long journey ahead, just like you have a long journey ahead. But when they put those backpacks on, the one that everybody could see and the one that people couldn't, their backpacks felt a lot lighter. And they weren't exactly sure why, but they knew it had something to do So as they made their way up in the mountain, they couldn't help themselves. They just started whistling. 
your seats. <laughs>